The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Now, uh, this is a brand new episode we got for you here for the uh, week of uh, October 23rd, 2017. The name of the episode is A Different World. Now, uh, um, I was told that uh, a good podcaster does a reset every few episodes, meaning that he steps in at the beginning of the episode and explains to newcomers what they're in for. Every time is what this one guy suggested that I should do that. And I'm like, no, maybe not every time, maybe every couple of months, but not every time. So if this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. Uh, What you're going to get is a recording of me and all my best friends sitting in my basement, drinking and talking about all the shit that we love. Oh, that's the other thing I need to tell you about. It's not safe for work. Um, Yeah, we we just sit in my basement and talk about, uh, you know, comic books and Star Wars and Star Trek and sci-fi and comic book movies and games and, and Blu-rays and all that. So that's, that's what you're going to get. Okay, so now that I've got that taken care of. Uh, the other thing I would say, if this is the first time you're listening to the show, is uh, you got to give it three or four episodes. <laughs> yes, there are some inside jokes, and you'll get them. Uh, trust me. Uh, also, uh, follow us uh, on Facebook. You can find the episodes there. We're at geekshowpodcast.com. We're also on Twitter, at geekshow, one word. Uh, we're also on Instagram and, and all that, so uh, look for us. And, uh, yeah, we'll get to the episode. What we do is we break up the episode. We'll we'll have uh, the first part of the episode was all of us in the basement. Then, then I'll have someone come in and help me do broken news, which we record the day that we produce the show. And then, then there's the other part of the show so stay till the end is what i'm saying because you'll get more if you like that first part stick around you'll get more of that if you don't like that first part don't worry the second part comes and well all right i've over explained this too much haven't i all right just want to thank our sponsors for putting up with this it's uh, (laughs) dr volt's comic connection open seven days a week hold service is free and with that you get a 20 percent discount of purchases over 20 dollars or more and you get the previews catalog for free 2043 east 3300 south in salt lake city dr volt's comic connection also cabin fever celebrating all things creepy kooky mysterious and spooky this october it's cabin fever located in the heart of trolley square at the corner of 500 south and 700 east in downtown salt lake city cabin fever is so much more than a card store also, uh, Cantu's Catering. want to thank our friend Chef Daniel Cantu. If you're having ingredients and groceries shipped to your home with recipe cards and you have to do all the work, I mean, really? Why don't you just let Daniel do it? Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy. All right? It's real easy to do. Local. Cantu'sCatering.com. C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more of the information. Also, Black Velvet Boutique at 293 South State Street in Clearfield, up north from Salt Lake. BlackVelvetBoutique.com. Dawn and Leah, thank you. Uh, it's not a porn store or novelty store. It's a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Ask about their free sex education workshops. And let's see. Uh, oh, besides the resetting, I forgot to introduce myself. Hi, my name is Carrie Jackson, and I'm the host of this show. Uh, we've been doing this podcast for about eight years, I want to say. I'm so bad remembering those sort of things. So it's been about eight years podcast form. Before that, we did it on the radio on a semi-regular basis on my radio show. And uh, yeah, so 
let's get to it. The brand new episode is called A Different World. Please to enjoy. May I see your ID? May I see your <laughs> ID? Usually his pajamas are invitation only. Just <laughs> enough hentai. He had to be on the Olympic teeter-totter team just to get in. Yeah, bull Ooh. semen. Don't, don't swear in front of the Naruto. Every three seconds I go, whoa. <laughs> she only so. made half of a Spider-Man mask. What is that? Brilliant uh, to find. sighting. Because they steampunked uh, three musketeers. Geekshowpodcast.com Welcome to the basement. Man, I'm happy to be here. That didn't sound like it. Blown up tight fighters. Try it again. I know, man. You don't sound I'm as... super fucking happy to be here. Now again. I'm stoked. <laughs> bruh. Brother fam, I'm stoked. Bruh, I'm just stoked to be here, bruh. Brother fam. Word. Word. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just glad no one took my chair. <laughs> Who did? I will end them. No one took his chair. <laughs> oh, damn it. Ah, oh, you gotcha, you bitch. Oh, yeah. You were waiting. You were waiting for me to talk. He's Lee George Cade. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Nobody better take my chair. It's got my butt groove in it. Been working on that for years. I have. I have. One of the best Simpsons moments. So many vegan farts in it. It's great. I, I try not to fart around other people. Really? I try really hard. No, because <laughs> vegan farts are distinctive. It's not like I can blame it on Shannon. It's like, yeah. Well, that was obviously some hominy. I'm, it had to be the vegan. Yo, Grits. I'm, I'm, I'm the worst person to sit next to on an airplane. Are you? <laughs> Wait, is Grits hominy? Which came first, the Grits or the hominy? Yeah, grits are made from hominy. They can be. No, I didn't know that. No. How many, how many, how many, how many? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> so uh, come check out my restaurant. It's Fresh Eatery. It's 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. We're open Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Because we had to close off a good chunk of it to be able to keep up with the Jerky Empire. Fresh vegan foods, which you can find online. Our Etsy shop is literally fresh vegan foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will uh, add free shipping to any case. So if you want it delivered to your home, I will not charge you shipping for it. So um, it's the least I can do if you order that much damn jerky. Wow. So uh, also, we're available at Vegan Essentials online, or you can go to It's All Natural in Columbus, Ohio. You it's all natural. It's all natural. Very nice lady owns that store. Uh, of course, we're in Food Fight in Portland. Uh, here in Salt Lake City, we're trying to get into Liberty Heights Fresh. We'll keep our fingers crossed oh. on that one. Um, and of course, we're at our uh, at Jade Market and at the um, Watchtower Cafe. And we're also at Island Foods in Logan. And we're trying out a couple other places here. We're trying to get into Utah County. So that's going to be a big mm. one for us. You still up in the Bike Doctor? Up in the Bike Doctor, Missoula, Montana. Right. They're, they're great people. And Rabbit Food? And Rabbit Food Grocery in Austin and Nooch <laughs> in Denver. And dear God, I'm just going to have to Nooch. Nooch. Short Nooch. for nutritional yeast. You know what, You know what, Lee? You know what I like about, you know, other than the fact that the vegan jerky is easy to eat? Mm. But I, what I really love... Thank you for that tag that I can't get rid of. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to go with it now. I mean, you should. I mean, just, uh, yeah, no, but I mean, you know, you build a product, you start a business, and then you're, you you inherit branding. Don't, you, get, try to, don't try to get rid of that herpes. It's there. It's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Listen, do you think that Fago asked for the juggalo? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. Yeah, you Thank, th- you, yeah, yes. Thank you for helping me put a perspective yeah, that's, on yeah. it. Yeah. So okay, but what I do love about your, your product is that with the jerky mines, yeah. You don't use replicants to do the labor. No, it's all me. Yeah, it's all you. <laughs> 100% you know, you, human. Yeah, 100% human, <laughs> human vegan labor. jerky. I had, to, <laughs> I had to actually consult. Uh, I had to insult a con- or consult. I insult contractors other places. But 
I consulted a contractor to make sure that I had the right shelves for the dehydrators to put on because I was literally killing my back. I was wow. I was destroying my lower back from from making the jerky. So now the dehydrators are up at a four foot height. Nice. So that so I'm not hunched over all day. No wait, Gibbon, we talked about how many jobs you've had, and we kind of did the calculation that you're 107 years old. Yeah. you might be a replicant. <laughs> this this is it. Put me up to 150, and if that doesn't do it, the coloring book, Grimly's Beastly Oddities, Volume Two. Currently funding on Kickstarter will definitely put me to 150, um, and that I'm, we're easily past the halfway point at this point. And uh, once we hit our funding goal at five thousand dollars, every five hundred dollars over that, we'll be adding Geek Show characters, um, starting <laughs> starting with Tony yeah! um, as as the Sasquatch. <laughs> um, and uh, I can't wait for mine. Yeah, Jay Jay is going to be quite majestic. We'll just leave it at that. And as we un- he's a bird, huh? As we uh, as we unlock those stretch goals, they'll they'll definitely be on the uh, on the Kickstarter page. And Shannon's is going to be lovely because it will have a, a trucker cap and a plaid shirt. That's weird. Well, shocking. Yeah. yeah, shocking. Well, I yeah. want to make sure people can identify. Will it, will it kill suspense? No, I'm not going to say what it is. I'm a werewolf. He's um, a, well, he's, there he goes again. He's, he's Wait, a, what? What? He's going to be a wolfman. A wolfman. He's going to be a wolfman. <laughs> you know, from those uh, from those West Valley wolfmans. All right. So. And I, mean, I really hope those it's are the three, only. I really hope it's three Shannon Wolfmans howling at a moon. Oh my God! It's going to be now. <laughs> I, I need that shirt. That T-shirt. That, yes. And I'm going to do it on black. Yeah. Uh, yes. Do it like Twilight, where his jeans James, are hanging off his legs. James, can you can you help me do a T-shirt of three Shannon Wolfman howling at the moon? Okay. Will you spray paint on the side of my van? So aside from aside from, van. aside from the restaurant, the jerky business, the coloring book, and now the T-shirt business, those are the only four projects that That's I have it. going. That's I'm it. I'm getting my blade right Other than my going. animated series about Jiminy Junkets, uh, the story of an otter and his badger friend. <laughs> Jiminy Junkets. I'm Jim- a badger. Hey, badger, let's go. <laughs> he's a badger. I'm he's, a badger. He's Shannon Barnson. Holy shit, I'm great. Um, <laughs> fucking this guy. Sing the song. Sing the song. Such humility. I am so great. I am so great. I, I, no one can stop me because yeah. I am so great. Uh, yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> I am. One of my projects I got going on. Um, <laughs> fuck, just getting out of bed every fucking morning. Um, <laughs> you know, you should put that on Kickstarter. Try to... It's a Kickstarter to get Shannon out of it's, bed in the morning. It's, it's a Kickstarter service that we're starting. Someone will go over and kick Shannon out of bed. Oh, oh there's better ways yeah, to get him out of bed. Another project. Did you get the meme, Shannon? <laughs> Just uh, recognizing the, uh, you know, getting fine with the ultimate finality of life <laughs> as I slide down the hill to 50. It's getting kind of dark. And also, I've got a pub quiz. Oh, yeah. I brought it back. I brought it back up. <laughs> hey, just remember, while you're sliding down the maypole of life, I'll hit 50 before you. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> so you're going to land on your head. <laughs> yeah, you're going to bounce off a Lee. <laughs> Come to my pub quiz. My God, it's fantastic. It involves me. Um, <laughs> it's uh, uh, Lucky 13. It's, uh, it's, it's a, a place that has the hamburgers. But no hamburgers. And the beers and the... Full bar and a pub quiz and on great Wednesdays. Wait staff. Get the yeah, great wait staff. Get there yeah. around eight. Uh, Brian Young's there. Anyway, um, <laughs> so you wanted me to come, didn't you? No, I mean, <laughs> me and Brian. We have actually. He's like he's totally my straight man. It's, pre- it's we have a pretty good. You guys do play off each other very well. <laughs> and uh, yeah, go to our YouTube channel. Watch. <laughs> Watch me walk around and be an asshole at uh, Comic Con. <laughs> Isn't it called uh, Shannon Explores Comic Con? Sounds like that. Yeah. I thought it was Shannon stumbles through Comic Con. It's not. I wasn't that drunk. 
I got there. I was hung over as fuck. And I didn't want to do it. And then James like, you told me you'd do it. He used he, his puppy dog I mean, eyes. Yeah, you can't resist yeah, the I know. fucking excitable James, I know. right? Yep. So I'm like, yeah. Shannon explores Comic Con. So I went and I slammed uh, two Bud Lights. Just nothing. That's like, like that did nothing to that's you. That's like water. It's breakfast. Yeah, it's like a breath. And uh, then I walked around, and fucked with people. <laughs> He's convinced that Shannon was drunk at Comic Con. <laughs> well, I was, just not He's, then when it was filmed. Oh, He's Quad T. Well, that makes a lot more He's sense, the Shannon. Designated driver and producer of the program. Hey, you can check me out on Twitter with a Twitter He's handle. Probably drunk on it. <laughs> probably, probably drinking energy drinks and tweeting at Quad T Tony. Eating jelly beans. Eating jelly beans and energy drinks. <laughs> custard. <Snorting> them. <laughs> and he a little bit of custard. Jelly beans. Uh, or you can check me out here on the Geek Show or on the Gadget Spot podcast with Excitable James. That is <laughs> semi-excitable. That's 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 a, that Wait. Exhaustible James. Yeah. Right? Uh, no that kidding. was uh, that was yodeling James. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Owen and Jaron, and we talk about uh, video games, uh, technology, and gadgets. About yeah. All right. Yo, yo, wait. Is yodeling is yodeling like like the white version of scatting? No. Yes. Like no, you're no. no. It's the same thing. No. Scatting was never used to actually find your way through the fjords and the valleys of Norway. <laughs> I needed to, to scat my way through Compton. Yeah, well, you don't have any fjords <laughs> in Compton. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like echolocation. Yeah. He's scatting his way through Compton. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, strangely enough, scatting oh, is uh, you know Jay Whitaker. That's pooping. Oh, yeah. I'm going to look up scat on no, Urban Dictionary. Don't, don't, no, don't, no, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> do it. Right. You'll have hey, to talk to your bishop. Uh, he'll describe <laughs> the name of that fucking music <laughs> genre. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Jay. Um, fucks with me on, on, on... I hope you have a good morning. Hope you, <laughs> but uh, thank you. Follow me on Twitter and uh, Snapchat and Instagram at It's Jay Whitaker. Uh, check out... Uh, the Joey spinoff of, of Geek Show, which is the the incredible vocal minority podcast. The, the Joey spinoff? Yeah, I, I oh, just man, call... you'd be canceling the season. I know, that's the whole point. I keep telling this, <laughs> the Joey spinoff of Geek Show. You should it's... aim a little higher and call yourself the Frasier spinoff. Ooh. No, that's aiming too high. Uh, if you really... not... Is there somewhere in between? Yeah, uh, I would say the Enos and the Turk. I would say, if you really want to go full bore, say you're the Happy Days spinoff of Love American Style. Man, I or, maybe uh, the Tortellis. Le, maybe Laverne and Shirley. Can y'all have something that the like minorities can relate to? Because uh, like I, you uh, telling me minorities see. can't uh, relate to Happy Days? Uh, I mean, uh, 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 the Jeffersons. The Jeffersons. Oh, okay. spinoff of All in the Family and incredibly successful. There we go. All right, All right. so yeah, this is the Jeffers. But uh, I, I was going to say Cosby. you wanted it. All right, well, fair enough. Hey, just listen. Just Jay's moving on. Up. A different <laughs> world. A different oh, world. Well, different I like world. That. A different world. There I like go. that. I like that reference. But yeah, yeah. Uh, fucks with me. Uh, episodes are usually about half hour long. They listen so are to you Dwayne Wayne? Yeah, yeah. Dwayne Wayne. I got the flip up glasses. Listen to it after you listen to Geek Show and the Gadget Spot. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for uh, buying the t-shirts and everything. I got another batch coming in. Uh, fucks with me there. And then, pub, uh, not a pub quiz. After you enjoy the pub quiz on Wednesday, Thursday night, come Host, with, uh, come to the Green Pig and do karaoke with me. DJ Baxter and Nirvana, we're going to be doing a thing. And yeah, boom. Every Thursday? Every every Thursday at 9 p.m. We got $5 steaks, and it comes. Um, it's after American-style football. This confuses me. Is that like love American-style football? It's exactly no, it. No, I just say American-style football because... It's who-man football. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to confuse it with soccer. Yeah, exactly. So I always tell people, $5 steaks, 
American style football. You're not in South America, but everybody knows what football is. We have listeners in Peru and Puerto Rico. <laughs> They're not coming to your karaoke. They, you never know. <laughs> you never know. They might. I think I would. Bienvenidos to our uh, to our. He thinks he knows who's going to karaoke. <laughs> of course I do. He's <laughs> Jimmy he's, Martin. He'll be there. Hellos. Hello. Hellos. Oh shit! They got him. Oh god. Uh, They're uh, invading uh, everything. <clears throat> How y'all doing? Sorry, that just had to call me. Hellos. Ooh wait. <laughs> uh, watch me on KSL. Uh, Big movie mouth off. You can listen to me on uh, Mediocre Show, Geek Show, and Arrow, and read me in Slug. Uh, I think we did every interview for a while, so uh, unless something changes in the next couple weeks, uh, we'll let you know via broken news or something. But all right. I hope you interview all the Jaegers in Pacific Rim Uprising. You look so big! What's it like doing spin kicks? Can you moonwalk? That's so awesome. Moonwalking Jaeger. He's staring at me disdainfully. It's Kerry Jackson, our host. No, I'm just picturing a moonwalking Jaeger. He's picturing cool. a moonwalking Jaeger. <laughs> His name, Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. What about at 10.01? What happens Nothing. There? Absolutely okay. nothing. What about 5.59 in the... Yep. If you were to oh. live in a kill, uh, Philip K. Dick continuum, uh, chances are everything just ceases to exist every oh. day at 10. So, I, for- I forgot. I've got one more project I've been working on. Uh, every day at around 4.10, uh, I stand on the corner of 3rd South and 2nd West, and I just scream into the sky. <laughs> so come check it out. 3rd South and 2nd West. Okay. Yeah, I know, right. I know where that is. Sounds that's good. That's a good. That's a good part of town to All scream right. at. <laughs> right? I figured. I, I, really, really close to I'm more. I'm more, yeah. of a, I'm more of a 1 South kind of guy. Wait, but, are I mean, you just like, screaming at Booga de Pepo? Yeah, I just scream in the sky about stuff I'm thinking about. <laughs> just getting it out there into the world. Look at a babble. It's so, called the secret. So yeah. what, what projects? Yeah. What projects you got? Going Oprah on? talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just arguing with somebody that's not there, but it's fun. You guys should stop by. You four ten. Check at the farmers market too. You get the same fucking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry. All right. Last week, Blade Runner opened. Mm-hmm. Blade Runner 2049. It bombed. I was surprised. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It's so weird. <laughs> it is weird. I think it was two weeks ago. Blade Runner. Two weeks ago. Thank you. Sorry. Blade yeah, Runner. Made no money. Um, <laughs> but I liked, I just like the way this story is written. Try to contain your surprise that Jared Leto went way over the top on the Blade Runner set. Did he give anybody dead pigs on this one? No. Not, Wait, not what? A, did he do that once? Uh, yeah, Jared there, Leto. Suicide if you squad. read some shit about what Jared Leto was doing on Suicide Squad, it oh. makes it makes the filming of Suicide Squad not sound like a pleasant experience for people. And and he's it, kind of a douche. And it's yeah. And I, heard it's, a, I heard he has a huge dick. It's also weird because the stories about how he acted on the set of Suicide Squad vary depend on who you're talking yeah. to. Some, you know, you you don't get a concrete he did this. Some people downplayed you know? it because they didn't want to make it sound bad for the show and other people were like he was fucking insane and he yeah. was doing things to people and tormenting Margot Robbie a lot. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> but he was in character. Yeah. Uh Jared Leto not not that extreme. Right. On the set of Blade Runner. And he only punched Ryan Gosling like twice. But according to <laughs> the uh profile in the Wall Street Journal uh, Leto had opaque contact lenses in for the entire time as Neander Wallace, the creepy maker of the replicants. According to the director, Dennis Villeneuve. Yeah. He, <laughs> he entered the room and he could not see at all. He was walking with an assistant very slowly. 
It was like seeing Jesus walking into a temple. Everyone became super silent, and there was kind of a sacred moment. Everyone was in awe. It was so, Thanks for encouraging this asshole. It was so beautiful and powerful. I was moved to tears, and that was just the camera test. Jeez. Oh, <sighs> okay, no. listen. I know he's won an Academy Award and everything. That's not... Uh... But here's the deal. Try acting. Okay, that's all. <laughs> just try acting. Yeah. It's all like, you know, he was just you cast know. as that piece of shit, Hugh Hefner. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what's he going to do now? Is he going to get a bunch of STDs and <laughs> sexually oppressed women? To... You make it to 90 and just enslave people in yeah. his house? <laughs> all right. I'm going to fuck a whole family. That's <laughs> what I'm going to do, because I'm Hugh Hefner now. Holy shit, he did that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What? I'm sorry, guys. Damn. What? You just wrapping your head around? No, that. yeah, like I no, I just totally wrapped my head around that. I was like, he did do that. He was yeah. living so he, with two sisters. He was also an urban legend, so let's not give him that much credit. He wasn't real. No. Oh, <laughs> he's like a Bigfoot. No, he's no, in the I'm... movie Urban Legends. Oh, oh, I thought we were talking about Hefner. <laughs> no, so did I. Hefner is an urban legend. <laughs> he isn't real. He was. No, was. <laughs> Right. That's why the Loch Ness monster is always seen at the ho- at the Playboy Mansion. Have you notice that no one's seen Stan Lee since Hugh Hefner died? Mm. Coincidence? Mm. I think not. Mm. Did you guys see that Onion that uh, Onion article? It was like Marvel Comics trying to prepare people for the ultimate demise of Stan Lee in, in an upcoming issue. Jeez, oh, <laughs> I think uh, I don't even want to bring it up. I don't even want to think about it. All right. Uh, let's see, uh, this uh, Good Omens uh, that is being made for Amazon. Terry Pratchett, Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, they're well into production. And uh, David Tennant's playing one of the angels. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, they've cast the Archangel Gabriel. Great. It's me! That's <laughs> an odd choice. <laughs> do, you, do, you guys, do you guys know the, the basis of this story? Mm-mm. So, um, yeah. the Antichrist... And mm-hmm. and uh, is born. Okay, I remember this part. And some cultists break into the hospital to steal the baby, but they end up actually just giving him to another to a really nice family. Yep, uh, oh, to raise. Yeah. So the kid they steal is not the Antichrist, but they raise him to be the Antichrist. Meanwhile, the Antichrist is living in suburban London with this really nice yuppie family <laughs> yeah. that's taking care of everything. And when his hellhound shows up on his thirteenth birthday, hijinks ensue. Nice. It's a great wait, story. Wait, like, is that how it? It works. You just be antichrist, and you just get a dog. He gets well. He's the son of Satan, Jay, and and you know what? Satan always gives his kids a, a hellhound on their thirteenth birthday. Do they adopt or do they don't go down? Is it a rescue like, hellhound? Yeah, like, yeah, like no, I, I, I well, believe I believe being that he's Satan, he goes to like the worst puppy mill in America to mm-hmm. get the hellhound. Oh, Did Bob Barker have this thing spayed or neutered? Uh, never. They don't spay or neuter. <laughs> is, and they spay or neuter your hellhound today? But 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 is he a former? Person that is now a dog like Lockjaw. No, this isn't some oh, fucked man. up Hugh Hefner, Stanley oh, okay. rubbing out wish. You know, Stanley is all about rubbing it off to former humans that are now dogs. That's right. Uh, they've Again. cast the Archangel Gabriel, John Hamm. No. Oh, cool. Shut up. <laughs> so you're going to see David Tennant and John Hamm riff off each other? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I kind of want to see that. Gaiman uh, said in a statement, because he's he's also a showrunner for the show. As he should uh, be. The leader of these angels is Gabriel. He is everything that, as... as I can never Azazel. say. Azazel. Azaraphale? Azaraphale? 
Yeah. Oh. He's everything that Aziraphale isn't. He's tall, good-looking, charismatic, and impeccably dressed. We were fortunate that John Hamm was available, given that he is already one of those things without even having to act. Tall. Uh, we were even more fortunate <laughs> that he's a fan of the books and remembers uh, and is a remarkable actor. Ham said, I read Good, Om- Good Omens almost 20 years ago. thought it was one of the funniest, coolest books I'd ever read. It was obviously also unfilmable. Uh, two months ago, Neil sent me the scripts, and I knew he had to be in it. Uh, I, apparently, the art... Archangel Gabriel in the book is not as prominent a character. It's been a while since I read it, so I'll have to go back. And they said they're going to make him more of a prominent character. That was always going to be in the sequel, that he was going to be more prominent character, so they're just going to put him in. Hmm. When you got John Hamm, you use John Hamm. You got yeah. John Hamm, you got the Queen soundtrack, you got Atlanta. Oh, sorry, that's Baby Driver. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you just need an old Super. Fucking Baby Driver. Such a good movie. And uh, two old TV shows coming back. The Avengers. Flintstones. Uh, Jefferson's. Different Strokes. Enos and the Turk. Different World. In Mor- Living Fantasy Color? Island. Mork and Mindy. My Mother the Car. <laughs> car 54, where are you? Are we getting close? Double Dare with Mark Summers. No. Oh. Dang it. Hang it with Mr. Cooper. Far Out Space nope. Nuts. Nope. Step by step. Although I'd see that. You would. I would see the Far Out. You would see the Far Out Space Nuts, but yeah. only if Alan Hoyle was in it. Martin, Char- Martin Scorsese produced is what I would. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, Charles and, in Charge. Small wonder. Say by the bell. I could, nice just, I could just tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Maybe we should right. just do that, you guys. I'm listening. <laughs> uh, let's see. The first one. Love American style. <laughs> Which, you know, they should, really. Uh, it, uh, everybody needs... It should be an HBO. An, an yeah. anthology show. Exactly. They could spin off. Different it, actors. Right. Every time. Yeah. You know. And every once in a while, one of those spin-off segments could be Happy Days. <laughs> That's what happened. Right. Uh, Kung Fu. What? The legend uh. continues? Oh, no, gonna, no. The original. Gonna... <laughs> oh. The yeah. legend is the same. They're going to resurrect Dave Carradine. <laughs> I was going to say, what, what white guy are they going to hire to be the Kung Fu master from... No, oh, hey, I think they learned from their was mistakes. A, you think? Keep those it, closets away. I don't think so. Ghost <laughs> in the Shell didn't learn that lesson. Well, Butterfly was ultimately... <laughs> this is, this he is, was ultimately defeated by his goddamn emasperatory habits. <laughs> a no, belt and a closet rod. Now, this is being called a direct sequel to the 1970s. So the legend does continue. Kung Fu. <laughs> Uh, Greg Berlanti and Wendy Miracle. Berlanti. Uh, the new series will follow the adventures of Lucy Chang. Oh, a Buddhist a lady. A Buddhist monk and kung fu master who travels through the 1950s America. Well, that's not a sequel. It's It says direct. It's like a because, prolonged sequel. Because the original was like in the, in old, the, in the old West. In the Old West. But Remember this the is, Gatling Cannon episode? This is the he 19- fought that Gatling gun? It was, and he won. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> 1950s America armed only with her spiritual training and her martial arts skills. As she she's, have the scars? As she searches for the man who stole her child years before. When she teams with J.T. Cullen, a charming Korean war vet, with his own secrets, the two form an unlikely alliance, uh, alliance that allows Lucy to continue her search while coming to the aid of people in need, like... Does JT hate Charlie? Is that his secret? Well, no, it's Korean War. He was in the Korean War, right? Yeah. So, and wasn't 5 o'clock Charlie on MASH? He was in the Korean War. They did call him Charlie. Yes, they did. Right. JT's <laughs> secret is that he hates Charlie. Well, He's a racist. Well, he will be conflicted then, won't he? Yeah, he will be. He's going to end up falling in love with Lucy. <laughs> I, I love that reference to Kung Fu in uh, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Walk the earth like King. I'm just going to go walk the earth. The earth. I'm going to go says, walk the earth. Oh, so you've decided <laughs> to be a bum. <laughs> He's like, 
No. Well, walk the earth like Cain. Like from, from Kung Fu. <laughs> you decided to be a bum. It's a great line. Yeah. You decided to be a bum. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, and then the other show. Spunky Brewster. No. <sighs> Small wonder. I said that already. Said that already. I was hoping that would be true if I said it. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> trying to demonstrate privilege to you, Jay. Oh, damn it. Oh, um, damn it. I'm a nexus. She's nexus. the sheriff. <laughs> hey, dude. Can you think of... Hey, do, do people dude. know what we're talking when you say she's the sheriff? Do I they, don't. Do they know? know. Suzanne Suzanne Summers. What? Yeah. Die Master Suzanne yeah. Summers? It was like, yeah, she got like a one season series. No, it was more than that. Was it more than that? Yeah. It was like three or four seasons. And the, the plot of the show is the title of the show. She's the sheriff. She's, She's the, the sheriff. sheriff. Oh. Uh, okay, it's eight is enough. Self-explanatory. Yeah. Yeah. No, you is can Suzanne make, Summers still alive? Yeah. She choked people out with her thighs. You couldn't make that show today, obviously. No. No, you really couldn't. Because it was so groundbreaking. Back then it was what? A girl sheriff? How could she be? Who is the female? Who is that? It's fucking Chrissy. Chrissy's a sheriff? Then the other show show is being (laughs) remade. The greatest American hero. Mm. Finally, oh, finally, this had been on the table for a while. This is it? overdue. I, it's, finally, never gonna, it's never going to happen. They have finally nailed it down. Nope. Um, it is uh, the greatest American hero rebooted at ABC. Oh, the, this excites me! The, I love that show so much when I was a kid. Uh, for those who don't know, the original show about an unassuming white man who was given an alien super suit that he allowed was a him teacher. allowed him to save the world. This version has the same basic premise, except the lead character is Mira, a 30-year-old Indian-American woman from Cleveland, whose talents include tequila drinking and karaoke. <laughs> yes. Does she lose, does she lose the rule book, too? Is it What's-Her-Face? Who's What's-Her-Face? Mindy, Mindy Kaling? Millie Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling? I don't know. Kind of sounds like it. Uh, the first half-hour single-com sitcom uh, being written and produced by uh, Fresh Off the Boat's uh, Rachna Fruchbaum. I'm already in, I'm already on board for this. Uh, ABC has got to put the pilot deal, which means we'll see at least one episode. I keep picturing that actress from The Good Place. I was going to say the same thing, the one that plays... Oh, yeah. Uh, Tahani. Ta- no, no. Well, Tahani would have... I was thinking the one that owns the chowder shop. Oh, yeah, the chowder shop. <laughs> I'm wondering. Can you guys watch HBO's uh, Insecure? Uh-uh. I haven't uh, yet. No, it's a great show. Um, I was wondering if I've been I'm to. curious if it's it's the actress that they use in season two. We'll find out when it doesn't air. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> throw in the shade. It's mm. not going to happen. Haters throw shade like a sun visor. I'm not a hater. I would love to see it happen. <laughs> Lead Robotech That's will not, come. You, didn't, you never heard that before. <laughs> no, Robotech's what's that? never going to happen either. You know what throwing shade means? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I know what a sun visor is too. Yeah, but E40, <laughs> E40, whose his real name is Earl, which I love. I know, but E40 is a rap lyric where he says, haters throw shade like a sun visor. He, like that's, that? that? He raps just, that's his rap style. Oh. Haters throw shade like a sun visor. So he over-enunciates, that's his thing? Yeah, no, it's, so it's, he's, it's great. So he's, he's one of the greatest well, ra- So he's Don Knotts? It's, Haters yeah. throw shade <laughs> like a sun visor. <laughs> Andy, you see? I've listened to E40 for 20 yeah. years, and you just like ruined just, uh, slash made him better. <laughs> you see, Andy, haters throw shade like a sun visor. <laughs> just tell Aunt B, I've been watching her through the window. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there goes that guy's career. You got, you got, no, E40. He's made. He's put out like 
35 rap albums. And now he's, done now. And now he's, now he's, he's doing The Incredible Mr. Limpet. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm producing. Sun right. Visor. We got uh, more coming up. Also, Broken News is next. After these messages, we'll, we'll be, be right, right back. back. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. news welcome to it hi shannon hi i'm the only one that's not sick you you are i was sick last week (laughs) uh lee came in last week to help with broken news and i had the thrill of telling him a a star wars thing that he didn't know oh yeah so i was happy about that (laughs) but uh yeah jimmy is is real sick and it was whatever i had last week but he's puking on top of it so you gave it to him yeah i haven't really seen him there's just something going around Well, it it floated across the driveway. Yeah, probably. To the Martin's house is what I'm guessing. And, you know, I just got it from those filthy little disease factories I work around every day. Those little germs. Uh, But thank you for joining me for the broken news. There's uh, there's a little bit going on, not much. We'll get back to the episode, A Different World, coming up in a moment. (laughs) It's the name of the episode. Before you start. Okay. I just had an interesting conversation with Egg. (laughs) Okay. On the way... Here he was out. Egg who, Egg, who also lives a, 
across the driveway from uh, the Martins yeah. and, and upstairs from you. Yeah. He's <laughs> walking out and he's raking leaves and mm-hmm. pulls out his earbuds and he goes, I watched the Inhumans again. Why? <laughs> and I go, I don't know, man. I'm I, like, I've, I've been watching. I've, I've watched all of them too. I haven't watched I have, this week's. I've been watching. You know what I've been doing, honestly, is I've been watching all the comic book based shows within three days. Yeah. And if I don't have time to watch them, I'll let my DVR play through them so that it's like I watch them. Oh. So that, you know, the, the, the kinds of the genre of stuff that we like gets credit for being seen within three days. So, yeah, just. You know, so I, I, Saturday morning, I watched The Inhumans and. It's so it's terrible. Really, really sad. It's, it's, it's not, just fucking awful. It's just not good. It's. Now, now Crystal's a cowgirl? Yeah. I. She's such a horrible actress. And. And, and I loved I loved the brief bit that Kardak was a pot farmer. I loved that yeah. he was he was he was fine. That was going to be his life, you know. He was yeah. going to be a pot farmer, and everything was going to be fine. <laughs> I just loved that for a brief moment, and then and then the pot farmer went psycho. And then you know I can't decide whether Gorgon's smart or not because they it's just, just they fucking... just haven't fleshed out that character. I can't decide whether Medusa's an <laughs> asshole or if she's just. Has to be the what take a, charge lady. What a good or, choice they made by cutting her hair off. Save the budget. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Fucking lockjaw gets hit by a car. I, yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> I'm having the lockjaw problem. I told Lee about this. That's a guy. That's not a dog. That's a he's, guy. He's, but he's living life as a dog. Right? I know. Yeah. All right. He's doing okay. Anyway, so like last, you wouldn't like if you were like, you can live as a dog of a royal family. That's not bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I sleep all day and I teleport around. Yeah. Well. It's fucking insane. Do they have steaks on Adelaide? No, that's they said they didn't have meat. They didn't have meat. Okay. Well, that would suck to be a dog and not have. Remember, she's meat. Medusa found the joy of eating a fucking hamburger on that one episode. Oh, that's right. Okay. Mm, that's so good. Not paying attention. So fucking stupid. So last episode, <laughs> we'll we'll get back to bitching about shit. Last episode, we had the uh, don't be that fan diatribe. Yeah. And. Uh, God love James Gunn. I just, uh, I, I just, I loved this so much. Let me find it before we get started here. James Gunn on uh, Twitter or Facebook. You need to follow him because it's great. because he will shut shit down. So let me, let me, let me get this thread loaded up here. I should have had this ready before we started. I'm terribly sorry, but here we go. Um, it was. It started with him reviewing Thor Ragnarok, okay. which I, he loved. Yeah. Yeah. So here, here's, here's, what he, uh, here's what he said. Thor Ragnarok is stunningly fun and hilarious. A modern, but maybe even better, Buckaroo Banzai slash Flash Gordon. Splashy, colorful awesomeness. So that, that I, he, I, he I just, saw another clip that okay. made me laugh so goddamn hard. It, it, it looks like yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. So he just puts that out there. Yeah. And of course, Geek Twitter has to jump on him. Ugh. Whenever a critic says a superhero slash comic book film is fun and hilarious, that means the film is absolute trash. So, you know, guy hasn't seen it. Sure. And is telling the guy who made Guardians of the Galaxy movies that he doesn't know what he's talking about. That he don't know what the fuck he's talking about. James Gunn responds. Sometimes there is truth in goofy things people say. Other times, those things are just goofy. P.S. I'm not a critic. 
<laughs> and then someone chimed in and says, God forbid a comic book movie be fun and hilarious, LOL. And he responds, a movie can be fun and hilarious and also heartbreaking and emotional and intense and dangerous. You, you know what else is like that? Life. <laughs> Boom. Then someone else chimes in and says, the problem comes when people start saying all films should be this or that. Right. He replies, agreed. The best way to kill comic book movies is for them all to be approached in the same way. Exactly. And that's what I like about Marvel movies. They're so, all different. So, so then some guy jumps in and says, love you, James. But that's exactly what happened with the MCU. James Gunn steps up again. Bullshit. Complete <laughs> bullshit. They are becoming more and more diverse. And then someone else jumps in. There is a safe element to the MCU movies, but they are certainly different from one another. And then he slams dunks it with this. Yeah. I just fucking love this guy. Volume 2 ends with a close-up of a raccoon crying because he realizes there might be a god. That's safe? What the fuck else do I have to do? <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> so there was, there was James Gunn responding to Geek Twitter, those geeks that we talked about last week and we remind people about once again. And then I saw it, <laughs> I saw it jump up again earlier this week when they announced the name of the Han Solo movie. What's it called? Solo, a Star Wars story. Okay. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Everyone <laughs> gave a shit. Large piles of shit really? they gave. Once again, I'm going to say it. You know, I... As somebody who has experienced <laughs> adversity in his life, <laughs> get some real fucking problems, you assholes. That's what I'm saying. Get the... Well, if, if if a title of a fucking movie no. can make you go nuts, fuck you, man. There was there was I mean every every geek site that I even you know there there are a bunch that I don't follow because they're all just rumors and shit. Yeah. But they're the, the ones that I go to that I rely on for news. Even they had their commentators opinioning and opining about what you know. Why did you wait so long just for this? And I'm like. Well, what the fuck did they think they were going to call well, it? Well, exactly. I, I, I always just assumed it would be called Han Solo. Yeah, or, you know. Or something like that. Like, if it was called The Young Han Solo Adventures, I'd be like, no, that's, that's bad. You know, yeah. but... But still, I wouldn't be like, oh, God damn it! And, Everything's bad now! And even, like, The Hollywood Reporter, who, whom I, I trust, because they source their stories. They have an opinion guy there, Graham McMullen, who's usually pretty sharp. Look at... Look at this is... You see this? That's how, a, many, that's how, many, a, how many paragraphs? One, two, three, four. About eight. <laughs> you know. Why, why are people upset? The secrecy surrounding the title for Solo, A Star Wars Story, which has been in development for years and in production since January, has, I, has been perhaps unreasonably intense, given the title turned out to be pretty much what everyone was expecting all along. Yeah. yeah, so what's the big deal? But he goes, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. Kerry. I just can't figure out kids today. I I just I just want to shake him and say, you're getting a Han Solo movie. Who gives a shit what it's called? Didn't we always want a Han Solo movie? You're yeah. getting that, but it's name. But it's name. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I just lost my shit when I saw that earlier this week. Everybody is God. And so we just I just again I just and is I, it just me or just like I'm so. <laughs> No, geek, like the geek internet, the geek web, will drive you crazy if you linger there. Really, 
But it's like not just the geeks. It's like the whole world. Like everybody just is looking for an opportunity to come unglued. Well, it's because we all have social media and we can all say something now. <sighs> you know, just because you can doesn't mean it's necessary. No. You know. In fact, I was telling Jen the other day, I was like, because uh, I got the Snapchat, right? Mm-hmm. I never put anything out on it. Yeah. I'm a lurker, you know. But every once in a while they have these things and uh, there's a little... Uh, there's a little dude that looks like me. He's like a cartoon, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and uh, I like to watch it sometimes. It's like, it's me as a cartoon, <laughs> you know? And I watch it and, uh, and I go, but I never share them. Yeah. And she goes, well, why? I go, because nobody fucking cares. <laughs> right? I see, you know. <laughs> I think they're funny. On, on Facebook, I, I, I rarely make commentary. Twitter, I rarely make commentary. I usually yeah. just retweet. Yeah, that's me. I'm a meme machine. You know, so it's like yeah, you know, it's like the geek the geek show Twitter account is is usually me or Jimmy or whoever, and we just retweet news stories. You yeah, because yeah. nobody gives a shit, folks. I'm, yeah, so we just there you go. Anyway, <laughs> I just can't see myself getting on Facebook or Twitter and and pouring my heart out. I've done it once or twice. I you know I I've I've done it. I just don't see myself doing it a I, lot. <laughs> you know I I I don't. Like once a week, even. I can't believe that the solo movie's called Solo. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> anyway. And maybe it's because I got a radio show and a podcast where I can do that. Maybe exactly. that's what, Maybe that's We're kind of out there, right? I don't know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'll just shut the fuck up. Anyway. But the solo uh, movie. The solo movie drove people crazy. Um, uh, we did get a Punisher trailer and release date. I've seen that. For the Netflix. Uh, November 17th is when it's coming. Not a lot of fanfare, not a lot of promotion. I think it's yeah, they're just kind of sticking it there. They're just saying like here, it's the climate. You're getting it. It could be the climate. That's yeah. what I'm guessing. I don't because I've read a few people who have seen it and they say that they've really got a really good thing here. But I bet you're right. Mm. I'll bet it's the climate. That's the reason that they're not. Well, it was it. supposed to be out earlier, and they pushed it back after. Yeah, Las Vegas. Uh, so yeah, but uh, it's it looks great. You can find it online. What's uh, What's weird about that too is like so I finally I watched John Wick too. Oh I love, really? I love those stupid movies. I've never seen them. God, they're great. You can buy you can get them like on Comcast, both of them for twenty bucks. Oh okay. And but I felt kind of dirty watching it after really the big all the shootings and stuff. Oh really? Oh, I didn't even I think felt about weird. that. Weird. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm really mm. enjoying this, but I shouldn't. You know, I haven't be. I haven't watched a shoot 'em up show in a while. Yeah, mm. It felt kind of weird. Mm. Right. But I got over it. Because you, cause you're a grown-ass man with... Yeah, and, with, I, know, and with, I know this is fake. ...with bigger problems, yeah. Uh, let's see, we got... Uh, you remember Lone Wolf and Cub? Yeah. The, uh, it was a comic book from a long time ago, yeah. let's see. Samurai and a Little Baby. Yeah, uh, 1970. Mm-hmm. Or is that when the story takes place? Began publishing... No, in seven, 1970, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was uh, around for quite a while, and it, it get, it's been made and remade, and uh, it's the story of a shogun executioner named uh, Ito who starts on the path of revenge after his wife and the rest of his house are murdered, leaving only his infant son alive. Ito is joined on his quest by uh, his son, uh, Diajuro, who grows up, you know, and it's uh, they, they look for the clan that killed their family. That's the plot of Lone Wolf and Cub. Paramount has landed the adaptation with Andrew Kevin Walker. Who's that? He, he wrote Seven. Oh, okay. What's in the box? <laughs> uh, so he's got that and is going to adapt that screenplay. I wonder what two white people are going to play the <laughs> leads. 
I bet that does not happen. Scarlett Johansson. Uh, <laughs> now you're a you're a DC. Yeah. So you know some of these characters. Beast Boy. Yeah. From the Teen Titans. From the Teen Titans. Yeah. Well, you know they're doing the live action Teen Titans. Right. And uh, they have cast Beast Boy. Who's playing Garfield? <laughs> uh, he uh, Brendan Thwaites is Robin. Dick Grayson. They haven't said which iteration he's going to be. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, let's see. The actors. This is one of those shows I'm going to have to watch on my phone, right? Uh, yeah. Fuck. Gar Garfield Gar Logan. Yeah, Garfield. That's him. Mm, okay, that's his name. Oh, so it is. Let's see. Oh, it's, uh, Brendan Thwaites. Uh, Ryan Potter is his name. Uh-huh. Beast Boy. Yeah. So. I wonder if he's going to be green. But you're getting a Beast Boy, and uh, Hawk and Dove are going to be. On there as well, and hopefully they can spin it off. Hawk and Dove series. Oh, okay. Uh, that's uh, Alan Richson and Minka Kelly. All right. Can't wait to watch it on my phone. On your phone. Stupid. It's the first time I've had trouble streaming uh, Star Trek Discovery was was last night. I'm still behind on that show. Uh, it's five episodes in. Still pretty damn good, yeah. I think. Uh, Batman the Animated Series, much beloved by many people. Yes. Uh, finally going to be available on Blu-ray. Finally. Finally. Uh, does not have a date, just sometime in uh, late 2018. That's all we know. Love that show. So, people like that. This Venom movie continues <laughs> to draw more and more really good actors. Uh. And I think it's because they want a chance to work with Tom Hardy. I don't know uh. what kind of a script they have, but they've got a hell of a cast. Who now? Scott Hayes has now joined, and he uh, he was just recently in that uh, "Thank You for Your Service" that Jimmy reviewed oh, last okay, week, yeah. and he got some uh, he got some good notices. So you got him, you got Tom Hardy, you got Riz Ahmed, good actor, Michelle Williams, good actress, Jenny Slate, we like her, yeah. and you've got uh, Ruben Fleischer directing Zombieland. He directed. Yeah. <sighs> so we'll just see. I just don't like that character. Well, this is a chance for them to do what they have done. With characters that, I, I, I guess. I, mean, I never really cared for Thor, I'll be honest with you. Thor was sure. never a character I liked. Well, who and cared that movie, about Iron Man before the it, movie? Yeah, the, well, I mean, I, I was okay with Iron Man. Yeah. But, I mean, like, this bad Inhuman series makes me like Karnak. Right? <laughs> I mean, you know. that's, what, that's what Egg was saying, too. He's like, the only thing I liked was Karnak. Yeah, Karnak was great. Anyway. Oh, but speaking of, have you been watching The Gifted? Yes. God damn, I like that That's show. That's good. That's an X-Men show. Yeah. It's like I it's the most X-Men-y X-Men I think ever. What oh yeah, think? it's great. It's got like it shows that whole like we're persecuted. Yeah. On the run kind of And you don't angsty have shit. You don't have giant robots, but you've got the Sentinel Bureau or yeah. whatever it is called and I really like it. I like it a lot. It's quite good. Yeah, and the special effects are good. Special, yeah. I mean, they're doing it. They're doing it well. Yeah, I get the feeling that what they're doing with the gifted is also what they're trying to do with the new mutants. That trailer looks bonkers. But I think what the new mutants is doing is like we'll take a little bit of the of the gifted, and we'll take a little bit of Legion, and yeah. we'll throw it together on the screen. And yeah. it looks like a X-Men. horror movie. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah. They said they they've got three planned out, and they're going to be horror movies. Oh, that's so cool. Anyway. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's a Settlers of Catan movie in the works. <laughs> so if you're a fan of the <coughs> board game. Family game night. At some point, I hope they stop the film so that everyone can get up and go to the bathroom. There you go. There go, go get a drink. Yep. <laughs> Step out on the porch. Pass the chips. Yeah. <laughs> and finally this. 
Scarlett Johansson has organized a reading of uh, Thornton Wilder's classic play, Our Town, with Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo, and Chris Evans. Okay. The event's going to take place on November 6th at the Fox Theater in Atlanta, because they're all down there working. And it is a fundraiser. A fundraiser? Yeah, sure. It's a Paul Reiser. It's a Paul Reiser. It's a Paul Reiser. It's a fundraiser for uh, Puerto Rico relief. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, tickets are on sale now. It's the uh, Hurricane Maria Community Relief and Recovery Fund. So there are the Avengers assembling. To read what? Our town? To read Our Town huh. live on stage to raise money for Puerto Rico. That's almost as weird as what I was listening to on the radio on the way up here. Somebody made a Walden Pond video game. <laughs> a Walden Pond video game? Yeah, where you play as what, Thoreau. <laughs> for real. <laughs> really? For real. Yeah. What's the object? Well, first you got to build your cabin. Oh, God. And then you got to get your food or you pass out. I have died of dysentery. Um, I'm just, not. I'm not going to play that game. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I got. I got a special gift for you because I was at uh, Anime Bonsai this weekend up there doing some radio stuff. God, and, that crazy place. And, and they're sad that Geek Show couldn't be there. We got quite a few people coming. Says, "Hey, when's the panel?" And I'm like, "No, sorry." sorry. Man, I I loved it like for years. We just couldn't do UEA it. weekend. We would. <laughs> it would be Geek Show. Checking into a hotel with a bunch of teenagers <laughs> and drinking. Oh, uh, but we time. just we just couldn't work out the schedule this week. But uh, this guy Matt College stopped by, and he's been working on these for a while. And uh, he made some patches what? that that he wanted to give to the panelists. He made patches, and most of them are strangely enough Shannon centric. Oh, jeez. Uh, so here you go. These are the ones that he made. For you, so okay. here is here is a, oh, I got a worst, a worst patch, uh-huh. a got ham, goth, oh, Gotham. I get it, but ham is a different color. There's an eat more ham patch. Wow, these are big cloth patches. Yeah, they're pretty cool looking. There's another they're... got ham, and there's another worst for you, and another eat more ham. Nice. So there you go. What do the other ones say? Uh, he made one for uh, the different the in, in expanding names of uh, Tony. <laughs> Triple T. It started with triple T, and then he crossed it out. Then quad T crossed it out, and now it's infinity. I get it. So there you go. And then he made a couple of these that say, you never see blueberries coming. (laughs) And uh, so these are like, you know, three times the size of a merit badge, if you can imagine the size. I think these will be going on my cool Lucky 13 jacket. So there you go. Well, I I told Matt that I'm going to demand that we get you a sash, like a mayor's sash. There we go. And put those on. I did have that worst one for a while. <laughs> so there you go. Did we win that thing? I don't know. Is that thing over? I don't know. We didn't even talk about we it. We didn't even talk about it. The City Weekly. I don't know if it's done. Or I think it's done. If, or if we were in it, or if there was a they, if there was a, even a podcast section in there. There was again this there year. There was this year. Because uh-huh. see, they, they, some years there is, some years there isn't. We didn't even bother to talk or promote or anything about it. Because they get mad because we win too hard. Because they get pissed. So I just decided, yep, all right, fine, whatever. Jimmy and got I, some email. And I never I never followed up. Yeah. So Lee won, Lee won best vegan jerky, for real. For real? Yeah. Well, good. He's the jerky king. <laughs> So funny. I haven't heard anything. 
yeah. But, but yeah, no, uh, Lee's Lee's going to be the vegan jerky king of of the West, I believe. Well, when you, when Radio from Hell wins, I want to be your date because I really like. Well, that. I don't know if we'll win. We didn't even talk about it. And are we the best in Salt Lake anymore? I mean, we have been for twenty years. Number two or, or more. <laughs> Maybe it's time we step aside and <laughs> give it to who? and let the KS, like really, let the KSL Morning Show have it finally. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the episode, A Different World, Please to Enjoy. Cabin Fever is Salt Lake's own Chamber of Horrors this season. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, everybody better beware. Coffee books, skulls, decorations on humanity's morbid curiosities. For the 18-plus crowd, volume two of graphic thrills, an in-depth look at adult movie posters of a bygone era. New fully illustrated books on exploitation and horror films of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Fill your cauldron with the right ingredients for all the wizards and witches at your secret gathering this season with recipes from A to Z in the drinking section. New sugar skull hot toddy mugs, monstrous skull and scream votive candles. And for people who don't like to put on creepy crawly makeup and fuss for parties, this Halloween consider brand new nylon masks that fit over your head, breathable, spooky, and quick for a go-to costume. For the kids, be sure to check out the spooky retro candy section filled with treats that you remember from when you were young. In addition, Cabin Fever has toys, Funko figures, lunch boxes, buttons and books, and yes, rubber duckies. Happy haunting from your friends at Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square. So much more than a spooky store. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Saturday, October 28th, Dr. Volts is celebrating their 27th anniversary with an epic sale. Everything store-wide will be 20 to 50% off. Go for the door prizes, go for the candy, go for the Halloween Comic Fest free comics. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volts in the month of October. Get ready for a new dawn, true believers. Marvel Legacy will usher in the dramatic return of dozens of its most beloved heroes, villains, teams, and artifacts in bold stories that will begin the next chapter of the Marvel Universe. And as far as DC goes, in a world where Batman has gone too far, the Joker must save Gotham City. Set in a world where the Joker has been cured of his insanity and homicidal tendencies, the Joker, now known as Jack, sets about trying to right his wrongs. First he plans to reconcile with Harley Quinn, and then he'll try to save the city from the one person who he thinks is truly Gotham City's greatest villain, Batman. Open seven days a week, your hold service is free, and with that you get a 20% discount of purchases over $20 or more, and you get the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. Don't be surprised when you see one of the Geek Show guys there. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. I'm a real. She take after her auntie. Got her mind on my money. Tattoo on her tummy. Booty hella chunky. Hey, time I see her, she look nicer and nicer. Hey, to throw shade like a sun visor. I told her that I'm going to win. What did you say, Jay? That is like the weirdest <laughs> rapping style I've ever heard. That's guys, actually, did, did Weird Al start doing rap? You guys never heard of no, that for a while. I haven't heard him. No. Uh, and I'm E40's just, been around for years, I'm, I'm, decades. I'm glad, so I'm glad that a rapper who enunciates is finally, you yeah. know. And yeah. he wears glasses. That's great. Like nerd glasses? He's overweight, wears glasses, and he nuts. He's one of my favorite sounds rapper. Like, one sounds of us. great. He's like, 
Yes. She's got tattoos out of Tubby. <laughs> I, I was thinking, I, going back to what we're talking Booty about before. Booty hella How about uh, Elder, Whitt- uh, Elder Whitaker's Roadshow? Ooh. Yeah. I, I feel like I would be a part of that. Or even yeah. just Roadshow. Yeah, because Roadshow would it would actually make sense to the folks uh, that would be partaking of that. <sighs> I Safe, safe so work, Roadshow. What we're talking yeah. about here is Jay recorded a, a, comedy, a, special. Cl- a comedy special that's clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. And we're, and we're trying to name it. I think and we should just call it Fuck This. <laughs> <laughs> call it like this no. was really fucking hard. Yeah. No, I, I you know, Carrie, Carrie's got it. Yeah, Carrie came up with the best. We're, we're just trying to outdo Carrie, and we're learning as we've been learning for thirty years. <laughs> Doesn't work. Can't. can't do it. No. Well, I started learning when I was five. And it's gonna be. It's gonna be like when you beat your dad bowling. Uh, someday I'm gonna. Someday I'm gonna top you, and I'll be like, finally, finally. I finally did that. Yeah. Yeah. He was in his eighties. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I so I've got. I've got like. I've got like thirty it. years before I can top you. You couldn't even pick up the ball. I, <laughs> He's like, I, oh, dad, dad can't lift shit. Let's go. I beat my dad. <laughs> I, I beat my dad playing pool. No, Forfeit. Th- that's right. Jimmy was there. It was uh, the night I beat my dad playing pool. We all went, we all got drunk and saw Keanu at Broovies. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that was so great. And we dropped my dad off at the hotel. He's drunk as shit. That was pretty good. <laughs> it was good times. He's like, that was that was a good movie. I like cats. <laughs> that's all he said was, I like cats. <laughs> that's how I knew my dad was drunk. He's like, I like cats. I like cats. Your dad is funny as hell. Felix. All right, Felix. Um, here we go. Uh, I should I should proceed this with if you have not seen uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, uh, we're going to be talking about something here. You've the had enough. Yeah, time. So, yeah. Shut the, up. You yeah, okay. yeah. The, the lesser of the Guardians. Movies. Fast forward a little bit. Plenty of goddamn time to have seen. God's Tam. God's Tam. God's right. Tam. I'm being safe for work. Is this Billy Bragg? It is. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, there you go. This station has um, been killing it, by the way. Oh, like I've you. been really enjoying it. Thank you. I've heard some of my favorite songs. It's today. my it's my little mix. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, so it stopped uh, killing it just j- right now. I know. So you can't, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. See, if I ever had a comedy special, it would be what I'm about to say to you about the music yeah. mix. They can't all be gems, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So James Gunn on his Facebook page, and if you don't follow him on Facebook, you should. He gets to do a lot of He's interesting great. stuff. Uh, he is talking about the surprise resurrection in everything. Right. Uh, here it is. The idea of the uh, life after death and why he's not a fan. Ah. What bothers me is when a character is given a beautiful or powerful death in popular culture that fulfills a character arc and then is brought back in a sequel or a comic or later episode through some <coughs> unusual... Unusually ridiculous means because you and know he can, or she is popular. Can I give a, a recent example of that? Uh, I love the Kingsman sequel, but it was lousy. Yeah. It was lousy with like Colin Firth, just like fan service. Yeah, I wanted, and then they I killed a bunch of people. And you're just like, oh my god, they're probably right, just going to well, come back for the next. Well, one. I, w- I want to go around and we, we'll talk about this. Let me <clears throat> let me get this out, and then we'll we'll talk about our specific beefs. That Lee apparently has one. Oh, that's not a Spock. That's, uh, I don't have a Spock beef. He's uh, vegetarian. I got, I got ribeye with you. This, <laughs> <laughs> I got marbled ribeye with you. Uh, this has become so commonplace in TV movies and especially comics that any significant death, <clears throat> at least in franchises, loses its emotional impact. And by extension, all death and danger lose their power in these stories. Although it is always possible to see Yondu in a flashback or prequel... I personally 
I personally will never bring him back to life in present time because it would nullify his sacrifice and the love from father to son that affects me so much personally as well as others all around the world. This pleases me because yeah. every time I've watched that movie, yes. I just bawl. But can you imagine right? like watching it again? He's like, eh, he comes back later. Yeah. One of the reasons that Yondu is the most popular <clears throat> character from the second film is because of his sacrifice. And the idea of bringing him back in volume three or four or a Yondu Netflix series because he sells a lot of Funko Pops horrifies and, <laughs> horrifies and sickens me. Like I said, I hate it and I'll never do it. Uh, in sharing his thoughts about character resurrection, he also revealed something about the cinematic Guardians of the Galaxy that might upset his fans. The Groot from the first movie is dead. Yeah. He's a, he's like, a lot of people we, don't realize well, that. Well, it's like... It's a clone. He's a starter. Yeah. Right? right? It's like he's yeah. a plan. He's a, a starter. It's, like, it's yeah. like if I took cells from Jimmy and cloned Jimmy, that is not Jimmy. That's yeah. the clone. What? So, Jimmy Junkus! <laughs> Although I don't necessarily think it's obvious in Volume 1, it's important to say that if you exploded and a little glob of you started growing into a baby, I would not assume that baby is you. Damn I do it, not. He told me. He promised he wouldn't tell people. That's how I was brought to this. <laughs> I do not think it's more obvious in Volume 2 as Baby Groot has a different personality than Groot. He's mean as fuck. None of his memories is as much and is much, much dumber. <laughs> uh, comic book mythology, and they, he talks. You know, the story talks about where Groot comes from and all yeah. of that. But uh, that's that's the comic books, and we're talking about the movie. So there you go. Um, I will start and say, although I enjoy Agents of Shield, mm. I felt that bringing Phil Coulson back nullified his death in Avengers. Oh, it totally did because that was such a moving. Moments, yeah. mm-hmm. great story arc dealing with the Tahiti project, but still, yeah, it was an interesting. It was interesting, but, but it's it, still a total cop out. Yeah. yeah, because that's what brought the Avengers together. Anyone else? I uh, do you think bringing Spock back to life? No, that's the first thing that popped into my mind because yeah. Spock actually had an, an amazing death, uh, and and it's been cheapened a couple of times because when they first brought him back, uh, for one, Star Trek Three is not that great of a movie. Uh, but nobody's fault, really, right? Just mm-hmm. bad directing and terrible writing. Everybody else. So, so, so it sounds like there's so that's identified two people. Who's, yeah. yeah, at so least like seventeen people. But Nimoy directed. He directed four, and he did a good job with four. But um, I don't. I think. I think giving Spock that that he sacrificed everything for the betterment of everyone. And you have that the needs of the many outweigh the needs of mm-hmm. the few. Speech. It was an amazing speech, and it was an amazing death. So bringing him back, great for the franchise. And it's kind of ironic that his character is the one that outlived everyone else on the ship, but <laughs> it, it wasn't necessary. My my biggest one is actually uh, Ramirez, uh, Sean Connery's character in Highlander. Oh, because well, <laughs> when that stupid ass mockery of a sequel was put out, you didn't like that, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they brought back Sean Connery's character in the yeah, second. That's one? Right. Yeah. Was it Sean Connery? Why did he oh, yeah, stormed yeah. out of the fucking yeah. theater? Yeah. No, and, and not only that. That's why he stood up in... and screamed like a crazy person. Oh. This is bullshit. This so, is bullshit. So we're, we're <laughs> expressing our grievances over... Resurrections. Okay. I, I got mine in the first one. I got two. Go for it. Uh, first there's Letty from the Fast and Furious yes. movies. Yep. That, just was, that made me mad. I mean, really mad. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez served her purpose. She just No, I'm kidding. Uh, Ripley. Oh, I was, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Oh, if, if those directors had been allowed to make the movie they fucking wanted to make, I get it. I think it would have been different. Yeah, 
because the, when when they go through that lab and you see all those Ripley clones and they're well, that's they're, four, but I mean the sacrifice was made in three. Well, you could make the Groot argument with the uh, Ellen Ripley clone yeah. because yeah. it wasn't her, and they. Where did they get the DNA from again? I forgot that. Uh, they they got it from fecal matter. the lava. They oh. got it from fecal they, matter because the, yeah, the she shit on the way down. Because the version <laughs> the version of her the version of her in four is the sacrificed Ripley. She she sacrificed herself at the end of three. Yeah, she fell into like the vat of like lava. In the vat of right. Lead. But they they had done yeah. the 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 medical officer on the prison uh, actually took a whole bunch of, of he cell said they had from, samples. Yeah. yeah, quick scoop her out of it. No, no, <laughs> like that's a not drink. When, whoa, 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 whoa. when they when they took her out of the ship, uh, out of the ship from aliens. They did tests on oh, her and, okay. and Newt's yeah. body and yeah. Bishop's body or not Bishop's so, body. So so the the baby Groot argument could be made for Ripley. True, yeah. she oh, is yeah. a, she is a clone. Um, yeah. but that's but she's not a clone in three. She's a clone in four. That's what well, I mean. We'll go back to Letty from yeah. Fast and Furious. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, if those if those guys hadn't had their movie fucked with by Fox, yeah, we're dealing with the guys that made Amelie, City of Lost Children, Delicatessen, just terrible movies. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> Micmacs, uh, just Fight just, Club, yeah. so French, yeah, right. <laughs> they sure did Fight Club. Um, no, Fincher did in three. I was talking about four. Oh, four. I'm oh. talking about Ellen Ripley's resurrection. Yeah, yeah. in four. Yeah, and I think if they'd been allowed to make the movie that they were trying to make before Fox stepped in and said, "Well, this is really French." Yeah, and just tacked this on a whole really bunch French. of sh- yeah. Thank well, God somebody stepped in. There's all the subtitles. My, there's, there's half a good movie there. No, I like four. Uh, but yeah. I'm still kind of bummed a little bit. But well, after hearing you say what you like, I got three now. Okay. I have one, but now right. I got three, two, or excuse me, um, the first two. Superman, Captain America, is like, yeah. I was just like, leave him dead. Like, I just like now, movie wise or comic or both. I'm just, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. And <laughs> this is, this is a weird one, but I'll just, this is the, this is my first answer when we brought this up. Medea, Tupac. Seriously, like dead serious. <laughs> no, like dead he's, serious. He's actually I'm, dead. Yeah, I know, but people tr- keep trying to like clone him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, Tony. It's yes. a house of Tupacs. A house of Tupacs. No, it's just like people, they, won't, they won't let him go. Is yeah, they won't saying. let him go. Yeah. I mean, like the only. But like, Jay, there's money to be made. I get it, yeah. but it's, yeah, we all know the answer. But it's just I don't know. Like, just leave that shit alone. Um, for me, there it's two comic book characters. Yeah, <clears throat> and the first one was because it was always like we always said, well, some at least this character stayed dead. I think I know who you're going to say. Bucky. Oh, yeah. no. Bucky Barnes. Bucky Barnes. And even though we got some great stories out of it. We did get oh, some great stories. Amazing stuff. But it was always like, well, Bucky's still dead, right, from Captain America. Yeah. yeah. And they brought him back, and it's kind of like, ah, God, well, that's it. Everybody's, you know, everybody's on the table. Oh, yeah, and Marvel. Yeah. And uh Is he back? And then the no, second one. Oh, okay. Is, God damn always it. Dead. And this one is just, like, super personal for me. Fuck it, Jason Todd. Because I called, yep. I called that number to kill him so many fucking times, yep. and then he comes back, and now he's like all fucking cool and shit. Yeah, with leather jacket, red hood, yeah. mask, leather jacket. Oh, is, he, is he red hood now? How many times have, has Gene Gray died and come back? Oh, they even make they fucking even, one they million. Even, uh, there's even like two Gene Grays coming up now. There's the fucking teenage one, and then the, the resurrected le- one again, and then the leather jacket, green jacket. There's uh, there's actually a great a great joke in the Grant. <laughs> In the Grant Morrison run of X Men, where where uh, uh, Frost is talking about, you know, his attention span doesn't even last the the length of a Jean Grey death. <laughs> 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 Sounds like me. 
For me, it was probably uh, Barry Allen. He was my Bucky because okay. he died in 1985. And in the most like and heroic yeah, fucking way by ever. By far. Sacrificing himself to save the universe. And I remember reading that as a kid in uh, Crisis of... Crisis uh, on Infinite Earths. Earth. Yeah. And just be like, oh, what the fuck? Barry Allen? Not the, the Flash. Flash. Barry Allen is dead. And then they brought him back, what, like 10 years ago or so. Yeah. He's been around longer than that. Huh? Barry, Barry's been back longer than that. No, it it was maybe maybe fifteen years ago. But yeah, it, I know I don't. Wally, he was good for a dead. Tw- or he was yeah. dead for a good twenty years. Yeah, Wally Wally was the Flash for right. quite some time. Exactly. Yeah, that's when I got back into Flash. Was reading Shannon's Flash comics mm-hmm. when uh, when he ran around the world and stopped in Salt Lake to get some pizzas. I'm sure uh, <laughs> as you do. Don't even get me started on Stefano Demera from uh, Days of Our Lives and Roman. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, and and you completely and, lost me. On well, this. And, and and Victor Newman on the Young and the Restless. Sure, oh. but we yeah, digress. Right, right. We digress. I'm sure. I'm sure it's happened more than once. But uh, watching Daredevil season two, uh, Electra, just well, she's been just, resurrected a couple times. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just leave her on the rooftop. Let's just move on. Her We're like her, <laughs> her comic story is interesting because they they did all of the years of Frank Miller material in mm-hmm. season two. Mm-hmm. And then Electra as an assassin and leader of the hand is kind of where they tried to go on Defenders, but you know didn't have the writing skill to pull it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do the same thing with Ra's al Ghul all the time in the DC comics. Ah, he so. dies and goes in his Lazarus pits like on a weekly sh- basis. That's just stick though, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, Stephen Mel Arrow. Yeah, just, oh. just leave him on those rocks. <laughs> but the best, the, the best, the best. Uh, he walked off fucking death. Is, hey, is Wolverine still dead? Yeah. Oh, no, he's um, coming back. He's coming back. He's coming he back. Coming back. <sighs> well, they decided no more old man Logan. No, Who's, they're keeping him. Yeah, there's going to be two Wolverines. Yeah. There's going to be three Wolverines. I'm sorry. I was like, three. Was I've, it like prequel Wolverine? Like, don't know yet. Earlier. Yeah, I, he should just I stay just, dead. I like I'm it. sorry. Marvel Comics is a fucking mess. Uh, they're, they're all a mess. I fell out of love with DC and Marvel mm. about about a year and a half, two years ago. And I, I, I just can't, I can't stand them. Uh, and that's hard because that's a thirty-year love affair. There's and there are some titles that you really need to be looking at. Well, there's titles I still you know? like Vision. When you showed us those, yeah, Vision that's is great. Amazing. Invincible Iron Man right now with Riri, Riri Williams. Yeah, Riri's yeah. killing. I've it. got three little girls tuned on to that, and they're just so digging it. And that's, that's and it's a great story. Um, the um, uh, Doctor Doom is Iron Man one has I, been infamous. Iron Man sounds great. Has been really fucking cool. That's been a great read. Is that the same kind of thing they did with uh, Spider Man and Doc Ock? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just the, you know Doom is has come idea. around, realized that that he's been a fucker all this time. <laughs> I think and, you always know he has a and, uh, Tony, God, doom. Tony Stark is in this coma thing or whatever it is that he's involved in, and he's decided, well, I better step in. Huh. And he's decided he's going to be like Superior Spider-Man. He's going to be the the Invincible Doctor, uh, Invincible Iron Man or whatever it is. So does he, he just steal a suit or what? He builds his own suit based uh, on... Dr. Doom, he based, can build a suit. Based, based on, on science on, and magic. Yeah, yeah. science and magic. That yep. he, he gets the combination. That's kind of cool. But uh, So I'm, I'm not saying that there aren't standouts yeah. that pop out. I mean, like... Strangely enough, Gotham Academy yeah. that DC put out. It's a it's mm-hmm. a it's a teenage book, but I actually really like the writing. It. Mm-hmm. It's really quite well done. Here's what I should say about Marvel Comics: everything that they're not doing, the standalone shit is what's been working. The Daredevil yep. lately yep. has been really good. The stuff that's not involved in their not involved with their thing. Their big crossover yeah. events. Yeah, that's, they, that's where they've been dropping the ball. But they broke my fucking heart. They made X Men unpalatable for me, mm. and that's. Hard. That's that's something well, that yeah. you, know. you know they're bringing back. There's going to be a new X Men comic coming out. Just don't care. Right. This I one might have it. puck in it. So and when you and then, From then, when, you're, and then when you're hitting me with a five dollar <laughs> cover price on top yeah. of it, that's the big hey. thing. 
That's the big thing. So what? Well, I mean, what, like I can't afford it. I can't I know, fucking afford it. I can't shit. afford it. Like, so what's? So what? Do, so what do you do? What? What's a poor man's solution? Uh, Marvel Unlimited. Marvel Unlimited. You yeah. wait six months and then you get it, and that's good. And I but still have my. Considering I'm three years behind, I'm like almost like I might as well yeah. just. Yeah, it. I might as well. Be. But it's hard yeah. when you have image titles and image images create around. So every image title, I believe, they're still two ninety nine a book. And they're putting out quality comics. Some real so good stuff. Really, yeah, really the other fucking fucked up thing is that we got to support our fucking comic book stores. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah. It's, it's well, I, I, I hate going into Volts and just buying toys. Yeah. I go buy glasses and shit now. Yeah. But I, I would I've, suggest I mean, the library. Dave, Dave's happy that you do that. <laughs> but no, I know. It, it would be nice. Comic book if, store. Yeah. And, and so I go in there and buy hero clicks and action figures. And, uh, and that's great. And I'm glad he's got them. Um, and I try to buy a trade here and there, but it's like I am too gun shy. It, it, it all goes back to the last series of X Men that I read, where uh, I was just kind of pissed. Is and it when like there's the little kid X Men and the? No, I actually like Bendis's run on yeah. the the all new X Men was actually kind of cool. So what uh, sucked about the new X Men? They it was when they were colliding all the universes together, and and they just started, you know, just to be new. They they just started writing the characters differently, well, see, and hmm. I think it felt like that's what, especially Marvel. <laughs> and DC to a point, I feel like Marvel is just being new to be new. But yeah. I, I got to give them points for that. It, it would be we, easy to sit and write the same old Hulk comic. It would be easy to do that. I would rather that they say, you know what, we're going to focus on 12 titles and just make those 12 titles and that amazing. Would be, that would yeah. be great. Right. Because instead of, oh, we're going to focus on however many, 65 yeah. titles, and maybe 12 of them are great, how about... How about we just put out twelve great comics and if, and put great creative teams together and maybe not have a hey it was well written but poorly drawn or poorly oh, poorly yeah. written and and drawn excellently that always how about, bums me how out. about it's a good writing team and it's a good illustration team and how about you don't have to worry about when that illustrator can't make an issue so you get somebody who's drawing with Crayolas that week right. that <laughs> when when I'm when I'm putting out um, I mean literally every dollar I make. Is, is made from the sweat of my brow. Not saying I'm significant compared to anybody else in the world, but every dollar I spend on something is, I feel it. I feel it. We all feel the money that we spend. So when you're spending $5, which is not even half of what minimum wage in this country is right now, uh, you buy two comic books, you just spent more than an hour of minimum wage yep. on what might be a good book, mm-hmm. you hope. Yeah. Well, and what it's I've read, too, is like... Preaching facts over uh, here. <laughs> Marvel's been canceling some of their, like... Like like really like challenging and like interesting books mm-hmm. like before the, it could even make a trade yeah and that's like where they're making their money now like the comic book companies are making their money from trades well they're trying to say that no one's reading diverse titles and they're trying to blame things like Miss Marvel for for you know being too, too diverse and Miss Marvel's awesome Miss Marvel's brought more people to Marvel than yeah. any comic I can think of in the last time I'll actually pick like sorry yeah. Uh, it's obvious I'm a person of color, but yes, I've huh? I I dig I dig <laughs> Riri as Iron Man. I dig Miss Marvel. I dig uh, Miles Morales. That revamped it for me because I like for me. I just was like, okay, I get it. White guy saves the universe again. Like move on. But, and see, that's my whole take on this is that I've read that comic. Yeah, I've read I, that I, comic right. a thousand right. times. Yeah. Give me something different, and that's what I'm getting with Doctor Doom as Iron Man. Riri Williams yeah. as yeah. Iron Man. You know, and that's why that's why that's why I'm loving it. And I don't. Superior Spider Man was so Superior refreshing. Spider Man was awesome, but the fanboys just bitched about it. Yeah, but they, they didn't. They didn't. They want out. the same fucking story. Who those the fanboys, fuck was that? I don't yeah. want the same. Those story. Those fanboys also think a woman can't write Rick. So There's that. Yeah. Sometimes you got to go to the the small. Publishers like Image and Dark Horse and things like that. Or Boom, or Boom, Boom Studios. Boom, Boom is real good. Great comics, yeah. and Boom is doing. Uh, my, 
Boom's doing a lot of nostalgia projects right now. So, I mean, they started, uh, the first Boom title I read was when they started doing Muppet comics. Uh-huh. What, is that, our, what is that comic uh, company that our friend Lisa Wu is working for? The Goddamn Wu. The Goddamn Wu. Shout out to the Goddamn Wu. She's like a, a publicist. Oh, for, is it Dynamite? Uh, it might be Dynamite. I don't know if it's Dynamite. I'll look up. But it's like, but it's, like cow. Uh, it's all the big names are there. Yeah. yeah. And they're doing their own shit, you know. That's well, probably, be probably giving them more free will to take a change. Well, that's, 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 that's and it, yeah, it just does. Give them a chance. That's why you have uh, uh, titles like Invincible in, or Rat on Image. Yeah, Rat, or, Rat Queens is Rat oh. Queens is a, a fantastic sword and sorcery comic with an all female cast. Not female writers. That can change, but still, it's it's great. You think about Lock and Key. Who did Lock and Key? That uh, was a uh, great horror comic. It might uh, have been Stephen King's kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Joe Hill. Joe Hill. Joe Hill. Yeah. A TV series coming. Lock and Key. Was dope. If, if it's that on the right network, good. this boy is is signed on. It's uh, one of the Hulu's or Amazons or something okay. like that. Yeah, give it a budget. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying, like, just. Who like why are people bitching because they want to see the same fucking story? I don't want to see the same story. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it's not so much they want to see the same same story that they don't want to see anything different or out of of the norm. Exactly. But I mean, the second you peek your head out of the box, they get scared. And I will say this to a fanboy or a fangirl. I will say this to you right now. We 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 can all agree. We all like Mm -hmm. some like some intimacy. Agree. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like we all. Every now and then, it's nice to try a little something different. Mm-hmm. You know? It's kind of like it's kind of like when this really Spice awesome, yeah, awesome yeah. movie about <laughs> about robots punching kaiju comes out, and everybody goes to grown ups too. Oh, yeah, You're talking yeah. about Power well, Rangers. I would, Lisa Wu, Lisa Wu is working for Aftershock. 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 Oh, okay. Shout out to the goddamn Wu. We love the yeah, goddamn Wu. Yeah, she's follow amazing. her on Twitter, the goddamn Wu. Uh, but back to uh, what uh, Shannon was saying. All respect about the whole Bucky thing. I mean, some of the best Captain America I comics I read was when Steve was dead and mm. Bucky was trying to be Cap. Yeah, right. There were some great stories there about living up to a legend, and you know, just the, the, no. And the, I and I agree with you, Karen. My thing was just like, yeah, this is it. This is like because remember, oh, for, that was a for decades. Point. Okay, all right. For decades, we were all going. Well, they're like everybody comes back except Bucky. Except, except Bucky. That yeah. was the uh, right. That was the because he'd been dead for what? That was the storyline that helped me describe imposter syndrome. You mean before Winter Soldier? Bucky had been dead like since, for seventy since, years since yeah. the end of the World War of World yeah. War Two. Yeah, yeah, he'd yeah. been back dead for seventy and was it, years. And was, it, was, it Ed, like was it Ed Brubaker? Bendis, who said, "Okay, I'll see that challenge." It was Brubaker. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was Brubaker, and you know, and I'm not saying that the stories weren't good, but that. Well, it's like, well, shit. Everybody's gonna come back now. Yeah. But if you I, are, I anybody, fucking Jason talking. Any any oh, writer yeah. can bring somebody back, but at least with Bucky, they like did something with it. You know what no, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Did something amazing not, with it. I'm not complaining about the story. But what I'm saying is, where at least I'll accept that compared to something like Colson, where it's like Colson died, they resurrect him, and he's back. And it's just Colson again. Like that, you know. We just so, need a recognizable face for the series. Yeah, like so, it could have been anybody. Could have been the new exactly. head of Shield. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you know, but they, they wouldn't have had the tie-in of that familiar. But face exactly, from Avengers. There's yeah. there's the familiar face. Well, you can you can yeah. have his face on like you know the you know the in immemorial wall. Like, and Clark know. Gregg. But also, Clark Gregg, one of the nicest, coolest dudes in show business, wouldn't have a weekly paycheck. That's sure. True. But that's and, true and also, I'm not complaining because I think he's great on that show. Well, and I do, and I love it. The last season of uh, Shield was amazing. But I give, amazing. So I give more respect to doing something with a character that takes a twist on it, like you did with Bucky, compared to just putting him back in action. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I'm back. Yeah, hello. I'm yeah. back. I'm. I'm hey. the lead. I got healed. Hey guys, I left I the stove on. I guess I better check on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. About that, that was a good conversation, well, guy. Yet, Look yet. at us. I mean, don't even get me started on Bobby Ewing. <laughs> we're like we're like grown ups and articulate. Uh, finally, this I'm gonna 
uh, this is very limited uh, nerding going on here. Um, I want to see this documentary so bad because it's about... Is the Garbage Pail Kids one? No. Oh. It's about th- <laughs> three minutes of film. The most analyzed and studied and regarded as magical ever captured on film. Shan's going to say it's in Wild Things. Sharon Stone uh, <laughs> uncrossing her legs. That was like six nope. seconds. Three minutes of film. Is it Ed 209 blowing that dude away in Robocop? Um, the the what, are, what are the three minutes? The movie is called seventy eight fifty two seventy eight slash fifty two. Okay, and it's about the shower scene from Psycho. Oh yeah, <clears throat> it is a an entire ninety minute oh, documentary. Shit. There used to be I'll never forget. That makes me feel uncomfortable. When I was a kid, it's actually one of the things that like influenced like my film, like you know, just world of film. Uh, we were at Universal Studios Orlando, and on the left side was the Hanna Barbera ride. On the right side was the Hitchcock. Uh, and it taught you all about how Hitchcock, what he did. Mm-hmm. The first thing was like birds in the 3D and like that. But the second room had a shower on the floor and they invited somebody to come in and they showed you how they filmed the, the psycho scene and they how he used chocolate syrup for yeah. the blood and like all that kind of shit. Fucking one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my entire life. And now it's Shrek 4D. Uh, well, then. Well, that, <laughs> that's obviously well, then, a better choice. Then you and I need to go see this documentary. I'll go see it with you easily. Uh, uh, the three minutes or so compromised of 52 cuts mm-hmm. shot with 78 setups. Yep. So 78, wow. Are you kidding me? 52. No, it's one of the greatest God, shots damn. ever. Uh, that make up the shower scene in uh, Psycho. Film solely about breaking down the scene's genius and importance. It is a deep dive. Remember, uh, remember when the uh, theater that became your old studio played Psycho? Yeah. We went and saw it, and it was it was amazing. What a different movie it is on a big screen. On a big screen, yeah. it's uh, amazing. It's... Yeah, using testimonies of experts, filmmakers, and the people who were there, uh, the director Alexandre Felipe beautifully shows how the seventy-eight setups combined with the fifty-two cuts change film history forever. Starts with the basics: why Hitchcock made the film and his thoughts going into it, and then presents Psycho in historical and social context of the time. Uh, Felipe, that movie scared the shit out of yeah. people. Felipe talks uh, uh, to people who were at the premiere who explain how Hitchcock used Psycho to change how films are exhibited. It's basically the spoiler. Because yeah. mm-hmm. that was the ad campaign. This right. is do not reveal what happens in the last five minutes of this film. That, right. was, that was part of the ad campaign. Right, and everybody's like, oh, I got to go oh, see what happens oh, in the last five oh, minutes of that film. Yeah. Uh, all well are... Archival interviews with Hitchcock himself, as well as some surviving family members. I'd like to go see this, uh, Validate mm. some of the claims of being made into a documentary. Guillermo del Toro is in it. Elijah Wood, Eli Roth, Jamie Lee Curtis. God damn! Uh, so, I'm, I'm hoping that I will it, totally is, go see that with it you. is available soon. And yeah. I hope it plays in a theater. Yeah. I do. I hope it plays in a theater. It was one of those attractions, too, because after you went to the Psycho one, then you went to Vertigo, and they had a Statue of Liberty, and you got... They, Caught somebody from the crowd. They put him in a chair and they pulled him up and they showed the camera how it looks like they fell from like the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And the best part was when you walked outside near the gift shop, uh, they had a giant wall of like apartment buildings with little windows that had projections in them, and they had little like you know binoculars you could pick up. So you're oh doing, my god! So you're doing rear rear window and they're like find the killer and you're like oh. <laughs> one of the coolest fucking things they ever had. And it's I remember not like, there anymore. It's just gone. visiting Universal Studios as a kid. Fucking like. So much better Freak. than visiting it as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so like, I've, I've always been like really scared of horror movies, like always. And 
we were walking in Universal Studios. I was probably like seven or eight. Fucking green Frankenstein comes walking up. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom and dad used to love to tell the story. I just fucking booked it. I fucking ran. I was like, fuck Frankenstein. <laughs> and I ran and I hid in a goddamn cannon. <laughs> you never find me in here. Oh, no, That's a like, horrible place. Imagine, to hide. imagine, like your kid just books. Fuck you, Frankenstein. Fuck you. <laughs> what would have happened? Fuck you, guys. Fucking Frankenstein. What would have happened if Dracula had showed up and and shot that cannon at the Frankenstein? I know. So, like, I totally like, and I guess my mom and dad spent like forty five minutes walking around going. Shannon, where are you? And I saw like, I'm in here, I'm hiding for Frankenstein. Well, and and I credit my first visit to Universal Studios as a kid for finally curing me of being afraid of Jaws. Because <laughs> it malfunctions know? every time the train goes by. Exactly. Because the movie scared the shit out of me, gave me nightmares for two years, and then you see the mechanical shark in action, you go, "Oh, this is scary." That's okay, I get it. The other That's thing, the power I, of editing. The other thing I remember from uh, the my first visit to Bowser, me to. Uh, Universal Studios, is that they had that whole section of uh, uh, the six million dollar man. Yeah, remember the, the where, tunnel. The, the, no, the, no, this is six million six million dollar man where you could go and you could stand in a, a jail cell. Oh, and like two of the bars were made they, out of they, rubber. And they, you'd be they, like, did, they did take, just like they, on the show. And like me and my uh, little brother Robert, we picked up a van. It was like it's like balanced in a weird way that you could do it. But then the Battlestar Galactica. The Battlestar Galactica thing. Yeah. Well, back to the $6 million man, the ice tunnel, which was in the Bigfoot episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. The ice tunnel you, that they repositioned, repurposed yeah. from the time tunnel. Yeah, yeah. you went through that. <laughs> they sent the tram through it, and it literally did feel like well, you, were, uh, you were turning. But and the then, Battlestar and then, and then Bigfoot showed up. Yeah, the Battlestar Galactica thing was really disappointing. <laughs> I remember it being so cool. I think I was younger than you. Because the Cylons, Cylons came out there shooting. Boop, 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 because they were just, they didn't move, they just stood there. And then when the colonial warrior actors shot them, they didn't really explode or fall down like they do on the show. Yeah. They split right down the middle from the waist up. <laughs> so the legs were still there. They yeah. were fine. And, and, it's, and the smoke kind of went. Oh, and Gary, he just went, see, you, <laughs> you were way more observant than me because I was just like, this is fucking great. Oh, I was taking it in. I'm in, the, I'm in the Battlestar Galactica. I was taking it in. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Do we have uh, games and movies? Yeah. Yep. What do we got? Let's begin. Let's do it. Uh, you guys are going to love this one first. Mm? It's the Emoji Movie. I know you guys wanted to see it. I did. Yeah, it's really it good. Was, I mean, like, based on your review alone. It was, so it's a poop. I wanted to go, but it was sold out every, every night. Every, Couldn't get every in. Day. Couldn't get in. Well, all right, all right. Literally threes of people in the theater. <laughs> question, quick question. Jimmy, yeah. you got two mo- you're on your deathbed. You uh-huh. got two movies that they can show you. Pixels or the Emoji Movie. Which one you do? Which one you watching? That's just That's when I bring in the smothering, the smothering pillow for Jimmy. That's I got right. you, buddy. I got you. Uh, the one that you will be excited about. War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. I haven't seen that yet. I'm waiting, oh, for, neither. I'm waiting Yo, for the Lee's set. Just, Give me the I set, people. I haven't seen it. Lee, what, a full shit. set? It's so good. I that's your A. The trilogy? I want the trilogy. Like the, the trilogy is you can you can pre-order that on Amazon yeah. right now. I yeah. want it to be a quintilogy. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Do it, Bro- brother. Fan, is, that is, shit it, is, is it nice? Is it possible that it'll go to five? 
Uh, they not, yeah. it. They've not ruled it out. Okay, but these three are just perfect. Yeah. No, I, have not, I don't think they need to go any further. I, have not, I, don't, I don't think they you know, do, but until they could. until Ricardo Montalban shows up to send Caesar back in time. <laughs> well, no, they could go farther with that, and it could be like, yes. well, the no apes are no in spoilers. charge. Well, then the next one could be just a remake of Planet of the Apes, and yeah. and the spaceman comes oh, yeah. from. Right. It could be that because that's kind of where it wound up. I mean, could you imagine? Like what these people could do with it. Oh, so they cast Mark Wahlberg. But don't I mean when the credits rolled, didn't you feel like that's a story? That's the whole that's, story. That's yeah, a trilogy. But I'm open to more if it's the same fucking awesome. Yeah. Those people. And then Winston from Overwatch shows up. And, you know what I mean? I'm down. If somebody can do it, I'm down. What's the next movie that director's making? Oh, uh, damn I, it. I know I'm excited for it, but I can't remember what it is. Can't remember. Debbie, damn does, it. Debbie does Dallas. Mm. It's definitely Debbie does Dallas. It might be. It's all gonna be mocap. Yeah, it's uh, be Doug Jones, and the other one is just Annabelle creation. If you want to see a creepy mm. doll, speaking of horror films, that, oh, yeah, you I were, heard about that. It you was creepy as shit. Scared you? I did. Fuck that. What, I ain't watching it again. What what movies? So that movie scared you the most? It's not scared me the most. What's the one that like? Because I remember you. You I remember what scared me the most was as a kid was Exorcist. That huh. th- that kind of did it. Huh. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Hmm. Christmas Darkness for me. That's a good one too. Uh, Town that dreaded sundown. Get out. Ooh. When I was a kid, Halloween, I kind of did it. Mm. No, Get Out. After I was like, I don't know, that's a scary movie. No, Get Out is the scariest movie. I watched it with a white girl on my couch, and she sat at the end of that couch. I would have stay over there. We're not cuddling at all. I would have nailed that white girl home to her parents. As a (laughs) thirty-five-year-old man, I'm going to say CNN. That's uh, yeah, that's scary. MSNBC. Yeah, that was scary too. Yeah, yeah. Here's how Get Out should have ended, or it should have just been. I don't even like my, like, he hits the deer, and then he's like, you know what? She's like, you know what? I don't even like my parents. Let's just go home and go get mimosas or something like that. And then I still haven't seen it. Go, so you've got to really watch good. it. Oh, God. Really good. Scary movie. Is that it? He's doing the Batman. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the one right. he's doing. Yeah. The, the, the Batman. Batfleck. Yeah, yeah. Batfleck Batman. The, the Batman? Uh, I'm excited games. for that. Games. Big, big week for games. We got uh, Deer Hunter Reloaded. God, those deers just keep this. coming. Yeah. You got to reload to get the, the rest of them. <laughs> Uh, uh, finally, on the PC, we got Destiny Two. So I'm yes! eggs, eggs waiting for that one. Yes. I think I'm pretty excited for that one on the PC. It came out on consoles about a month ago, but uh, PC's getting it this time, and it's finally out. Uh, I don't know what Hidden Agenda no. is. Oh, you're talking about Just Dance 2018? Yeah, that's just fun. <laughs> yeah, that's out on every platform, uh, including the 360 and the PlayStation Three. Wow, they're they're going back all the way. Uh, we got. Uh, I don't even know. Knowledge is power. Okay. Looks like a kid's trivia game. Was it NBC special? I, I don't know. Knowledge is power. <laughs> Knowledge is power. We're trying to educate our listeners, okay? You'll grow like a beautiful uh, let's flower. <laughs> Carrie knows what Every it is. Every hour. What is this? Carrie's lost his damn mind. Uh, Carrie, uh, what is that? This knowledge is power. No, what? but from where? It's a song. From who? From Tim and Eric's show. Oh. Okay. That's, like, <laughs> that's why I don't know what. about right. Yeah. That show's too stoned for me. <laughs> All right, we got something called Yomawari, Midnight Shadows. What'd you say about my mama? Tony's having a stroke. Yomawari. Don't talk shit about my mama. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is that, is that a, toast? Is, is this a video game about a... Uh, <laughs> Is this a video game about uh, BYU putting on a... <laughs> wow. That's, that's really inside. Really inside. Yomawari. So what's the name of the game? Okay. Okay. Yoma. I know that's what it's Yomawari. Yo, I don't know how to say Yo it. Yo Mama Midnight Shadows? Yeah. Yo Mama's a Midnight Shadow. That's a we we playing the dozens at this point. We got uh Repella Fishing, Pro Series. It's a fishing oh, game. Uh-huh, 
Okay, now for uh, one that might be good, might be terrible, Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah, this but... is the new Assassin's Creed that takes place in ancient Egypt. No. So yeah, they we'll took it. They took a year off from the franchise to kind of reboot it and and, and recover from that movie. Recover I'll, from the the awful I'll just sequels say, that have been coming out too. Not fast. a lot of convenient haystacks in ancient Egypt. No, no right. not a one probably. See what I'm guessing it's though papyrus. is palm since fronds. it's on a palm lots of palm fronds. Since yeah. it's on a uh, a pyramid, you just slide down. You don't oh, have to jump yeah. off. That's I want to. What do happens that. if you're Fuck on a, What happens if you're on an obelisk? Well, um, you just kind of screwed. Then you need a pile of palm fronds. Yeah, you palm got fronds. palm fronds. And is then your you best just option. like like the Egyptian condor, Ka-ka! and you dive off. <laughs> yep. Fuck that game. Uh, we also got uh, Nintendo uh, fanboys have been waiting forever for this. Super Mario Odyssey finally comes out. That looks pretty good. Um, it's kind of more open world looking, almost a little bit. Like it looks like they're trying to Mario, Mario Skyrim, uh, Mario Skyrim, or Mario Breath of the Wild. Kind of a thing like the last Zelda Mario game. So of the Mario Rim. Yeah, Mario Rim. Uh, and then the other one, this nope. is this is one. <laughs> Ooh, no, you yeah. Got, yeah. I'm really excited yeah. for I, this. I'm game. really excited for that. This game looks so good. Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Yes! Yeah. The you last, guys watched that trailer? Yeah. Oh, it looks so good. The last Wolfenstein game that came out a few years ago, uh, the New Order and the old Guard or something like that. Both of those same team, excellent games. So that's and uh, this one looks until Shannon finds a glitch in it. Nazi killing. <laughs> I'll find the glitch. Yeah, I is, am the glitch. So this is this is Nazi killing in an alternate yeah. timeline where World War II, the Germans won. Yeah, and it's some uh, man in the, the heist castle type shit. Yeah, the first one was took so place. So now we're in, the bad guy. The first one took place in <laughs> Europe. And this one's taking place in America, and, they, yeah. and they're trying oh. to liberate the U.S. So, uh, You've got to watch the trailer. It's like a 10-minute trailer. It looks so good. I'm going to so really do a gameplay video of me just playing that game without weapons, and we'll call it Nazi Punch. Nazi Punch the game. Punch Nazi, and somehow I'm going to find a dinosaur. All right. Anything else? That's it. That's, that's uh, the one. I've got I one movie that game. comes out this week, and I'm going to hammer through it because oh, okay. I, just, I just have to say it. All right. Uh, it's called Thank You for Your Service, and uh, thanks, Miles Teller, for showing uh, how... Soldiers come back from Iraq with PTSD. Um, we know. The, the one thing I learned from this movie, though, was like how vets are actually treated very shittily. Yep. And like yep. I was like, wow, that's pretty fucked up. Uh, the, <sighs> yep. So it's it's it could have just gone straight to TV, but like just because there's some big actors in there, that's fine. But the one actress that's in there, and she's only in there for like God, less than five minutes. Amy Schumer with brown hair, really, and crying all the time. And I don't know how they got dramatic role. Yeah, wow! Like her husband's killed in war, and like, and and Miles Teller blames himself. And I was like, "Really, she's Amy bra- Schumer? She's trying to branch out." I don't know. Hey, you got to do something. Yeah, her last comedy special was. <laughs> That's what I hear. I Maybe that was it, how yeah. she felt after her comedy special. I don't. It was just a weird. I was like, because she's got like really dark brown hair, and she's crying. I go. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. <laughs> so yeah, totally her. Okay. So that's out. But uh, you know, don't worry about it. All right. You know. Yes, Mister B. I used to be really into ham. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And then they killed the ham. Uh huh. But you know what? And they brought it back, and it was all like sweet and weird tasting. But they wanted me to like the ham. And the ham is expensive. I think I'm just done. I think I'm done. 